When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Well, one man who's looking forward to getting something back in his life that's been absent for the last six months is a man who joins us right now. The Red Cherry. Uh it's called playing cricket in yep. an actual competitive game, and he's chomping at the bit to do it. It's been delayed a little bit, but it will happen at the end of this month, we understand. The great Nathan Lyon joins us on Around the Grounds the Saturday Morning Mowers Club this morning. How are you, mate? Yeah, going well, mate. How are you? Good, good. Um, you were meant to be, at the moment, in Adelaide, just chilling out with a bit of quarantine, but that got turned around. Uh, so we understand that New South Wales and Victoria – you're going to get a game in soon, mate. Is is that true? Is is it on the horizon for you? Well, I hope it's true. To be honest with you, um, our, our, our plans seem to, seem to change um, daily at the moment. But yeah, no, I think it's going to be confirmed later this week or early early next week that um, that we're starting against Victoria and having two to three shield games. Hopefully, so not sure where we're at yet, but um, fingers crossed it'll be um, some sometime soon and we can get cracking. Yeah, it's um, it's been a while for Australia. Uh, we go back to the India series in in January, and then playing for New South Wales in in April. But since then, it's been one big off season stroke preseason. Um, spoke to you a couple of weeks ago in at Fox, and uh, yeah, you, you've treated it like a proper preseason. I dare say you've outdone whatever Nick Davis was <laughs> able to do in the history of his career in terms of preparing properly. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Pre-season's been a little bit different, uh, to be honest with you. My first ever pre-season, so it's been really good to be able to reset our goals and do some solid fitness stuff and get fresh and spend a bit of time at home, which has been really nice. But uh, I'm absolutely chomping at the bit to um, get get back and, and playing some really competitive cricket. Yeah, Nathan, here in. AFL and Rugby League, no, they've had a massive pre-season. They're training the house. Who at Cricket New South Wales Cricket Show, who's training the house down? Um, who's training? Well, I think everyone's training well, to be honest with you, because we've all had a really decent break. But someone like um, Pat Cummins, you look at you look at the way and, and the way Pat goes about his cricket is absolutely exceptional. And so I think he's been able to really reset um, everything. So I'm really looking forward to seeing how Pat bowls this summer um, in the World Cup, but especially Ashes for me. I think he's, he's really enjoyed his time at home um, and he's still got the pending birth of, of, of his little one. So I think that's that's a really exciting time for Pat, but I think the way he's gone about pre-season with New South Wales cricket has been um, exceptional. He's really led from the front as well. What have you made of all the news bouncing around about Ashes and Who's coming? Will they come full stop? It looks like they're coming now. It looks like it'll be pretty full strength. Um, have you always had it in your mind that it's just going to work out? Or are you worried for a while there that uh, you'd be playing against a, a third stringers, if anyone at all, from England? No, I, I haven't been worried at all, to be honest with you. I've, I've said, said this many times over the last couple of weeks. I think the Ashes series are the type of series that really make, make people's careers. So 
I'd be chomping at the bit to to come and come over, especially come to Australia in summer. And I think it's pretty pretty good country to be in, especially in summer around Christmas time, etc. So I, I, I'd be chomping at the bit to get out here. So yeah, I, I hadn't had any doubt that uh, we'd be playing against a pretty well full strength England side. In regards to grounds and and sort of travelling around the country, have you got a preferred? If we if you've got a double up, would you? As a spinner, and it's not always that way at the SCG. Would you like uh, two tests at the SCG as a, as the off spinner? Um, uh, well, yeah. I'd, to be honest with you, I, I love all the grounds in Australia. I know that's pretty cliche, but I've really enjoyed um, my career and, and going around the whole Australian playing there many times. So somewhere where like the Gabba is, is is a brilliant place to play cricket. The Australian Australian cricket team love playing cricket there. Um, here at the SCG, we'd like to all the New South Wales guys would like to play here in front of our family and friends twice. That, that would be quite nice. But then you've got somewhere where like the Adelaide Oval, which is, in my eyes, is probably the best cricket wicket in the world. Where it's a great competition between bat and ball. Um, we've got one pink ball going there, so if we have to move move one test for some unknown reason, then I wouldn't wouldn't mind Adelaide Oval being being the one and having a red ball that one there. Seems to be a pretty good wicket. Even with the fact that it's a drop in. Um, now it, it hasn't changed it from the days when it wasn't a drop-in? Uh, to be honest, I think it's actually got better, to be honest with you. Um, I think the work that Damien Hoff, the curator down there, uh, I know he's an old boss, so I'm not going to be nice to him, but <laughs> he, he, he was absolutely exceptional when I was there. And I think he's only he's growing um, with knowledge and experience as well, so I think the wickets just keep, keep getting better and better up there, to be honest. 399 test wickets. I know you don't sort of play for the the individual awards, but ticking over to the 400, you'd be looking forward to that first wicket? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, obviously, I'd be lying if it wasn't wasn't on my mind majority of the time, but uh, I think the more important is coming out here and playing well and, and hopefully playing playing well and having five five wins so we can sing the song five times. That, that's more important to me, but if I can play my role, then hopefully a few wickets will come my way and, and at the end of my career, um, in a few years' time, then hopefully that will be pretty special to sit down and look at and see where I get to. Uh, now, greenkeeping, Nathan, um, groundsmanship, all of those things. We're all about lawn cultivation here on a Saturday morning on SEN. Um, what's, your, what's the big thing that you had imprinted on your mind from whoever was teaching you about, you know, preparing a pitch or preparing a, a cricket field? To the best of your ability, what's the, what's the number one tip you can hand out to us? Oh, I think making making a, a pitch. I haven't done it in, in over a decade now, but um, the best thing for me was it was all about timing, timing of of when you water and and when you roll. Um, everyone seems to think um, without having any knowledge of it that you got to roll a cricket wicket for. 15 hours a week, so, so it's nice and hard and flat, but you need a contest between bat and ball, so it's all about timings of um, when to roll it and when to uh, when to mow it and, and when to water it. So it's, uh, or that's probably the best advice I can give you without doing it in 10 years. <laughs> the other advice that I've seen, I've seen this on a few ovals before as a groundsman, is to don't step in things that are going to kill the grass and then walk on the oval. I've seen a few. <laughs> <laughs> don't step in the pesticide and then walk. I've seen this on some of the footy ovals, and you can just see the track marks where the groundskeeper's walked out with his feet. That's one thing that they, you would have absolutely learnt. Uh, yeah, 100%. And not walking on frost. So that was the best thing about doing my apprenticeship in Canberra. 
if it was cold, we just sat in the sat in the um, lunch room until it warmed up, and then if it rained, we went home. So it's a pretty <laughs> crazy job, to be honest. Hey, what's the best? Like you mentioned there about Adelaide Oval, and that's a pure cricket thing because of the wicket. But what's the what's the best place to to play cricket? You would have been playing on some nice patches of turf, Nathan, around the world. Uh, yeah, I think um, you look at the the top three for me um, would probably be Adelaide Oval, Lords, and probably somewhere like Cape Town, where it's pretty amazing. Um, background and backdrop so I think they're probably three three big places for me um, but then you go to somewhere like Chennai in in, in India where, where it's, a, it's a different different challenge yet again so yeah I've got a lot of places actually that's pretty fond of there's a, there's a few places on the subcontinent though that you it, sliding in the outfield is a big no-no correct <laughs> yeah you've got to suck it up and get on with it though so <laughs> <laughs> If you bowl as many overs as what he does in the subcontinent, you, you've only got you're generally bowling, so you you got one you got an over where you got yeah, to try and just, you're not fielding as much as what uh, a lot of the other guys are. Yeah, hundred percent, and trying and stay well off those squares. So there's not much grass on them usually. So t Twenty World Cup uh, overnight, Glenn Maxwell um, start again for his IPL side, so it looks like he's gearing up nicely. But apart from that. Uh, uh, the good form is a bit barren for Australia in this format. What are your um, thoughts about this huge challenge for our T20 squad over there in uh, the Middle East? Uh, I'm pretty excited by it, to be honest. Uh, I think uh, if you look at the squad, uh, I think it's a pretty well-balanced squad. Um, I know a lot of guys aren't aren't coming off off a lot of cricket, but that can work in work work another way where they're extremely fresh and they can go out and and give it everything. So I think someone like Mitchell Stark is, is pretty keen. I know he's pretty keen to get out there and, and have some really solid performances. So I'm pretty excited by the by the prospect of, of Australian cricket in the World Cup. Now, Nathan, this morning we're talking uh, we're talking songs. And I think mm. you, you think Australian cricket, you think Nathan Lyon is, you know, he's the man that... You know, he's under the Southern Cross. Under the Southern Cross. What's your when the pubs are reopen, when the the nightclubs are reopen? What's your anthem? What what's the, what's the one that gets the boys in the Australian cricket team when this song comes on, gets everyone singing? Oh, jeez. Um, I don't know. Well, we always played um, John Williams and True Blue yeah. before the before mm-hmm. the team song, so that that's one big sign to get up and get singing. But there's some interesting music taste going around the Australian mm. change room from. From a few people liking One Direction to Ooh. to the heavy rock and all, all that stuff. So, but to be honest with you, I've got two daughters, so I only listen to what what's on the radio, and usually Pink cover me in sunshine or something like that. So, <laughs> yeah, bit of Katy Perry as well. I've, I've caught that action yeah. over the last few years. Um, is there anyone banned from going anywhere near Trent Copeland? <laughs> the, the I, love, music I, just control. Hang, I just love hanging it on coach. Trent Copeland. He's, he's yeah, yeah, no, Kim no, would, te- Kim would, Kim would tell him, Kim would tell him what to listen to. She's in charge. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. He's actually got to call Kim before he's allowed to, <laughs> allowed to put anything on. So. <laughs> Is there anyone banned in the Australian team set up at the moment though? That's, um, like just banned. Just just stay away, mate. Just sit there and listen uh, to what we're putting it'd be, on. It would be Man- it would be Manus, Manus and Smithy there. B one and B two, so that they'll probably be banned from from doing anything around around that. So they'd be too busy shadow batting anyway. So. <laughs> Not There's egg- always when people like Manus and Smithy are like, Oh, I just want to put one song on, you're like, All right, put it and then like 
three minute in, you're like, turn it off. This is rubbish. One of my favourite, um, one of my favourite scenes in the test was Mitch Marsh shadow drumming. I think he was when, and then Justin Langer walks in. Oh, DJ, he looks lively. Yeah, no, he's a character. Um, he, he's usually the life of the party as well. So, hmm. no, he, he's good. So, it'll be good to have him around a lot more. You need those types. Um, Nathan, so in closing, when will you play your next, your first game of cricket? Have you been told definitively when uh, you're going to be able to roll the arm over? Um, well, we've seen, seen the borders, are, oh, not the borders, the restrictions are lifting here in New South Wales. I think we're going to have a couple of trial games this week, New South Wales, but I dare say you're talking more um, professional cricket. So that's... Uh, games are games. I think it's going to be end of, yeah, I think it's going to be end of this month. If I'm being honest, yeah, good. But I don't have a date for you. It's closing soon, and you will be playing uh, a game of cricket competitively for both New South Wales and then Australia. Look forward to seeing you out there, mate. And um, yeah, 400 plus are just around the corner in the Ashes. Can't wait, mate. And thanks for joining us this morning. Too easy, guys. Thank you. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.